It's Ready or Not with Aftermath Disaster Preparedness, Episode 11. I am your host, Michelle, and let's get to it. A lot has been happening in the way of disasters, be it natural, technological, economic, biologic, or man-made. It's all moving, and it's moving very, very, with more and more frequency. So this episode, I'm just going to take a time out on specific subject matters and just maybe answer a few questions and touch on the movement of events or activities and to actually just kind of find out where you are on your preparedness scope. Have you maybe leaned a little closer to a mindset for preparedness? Have we convinced you to do so yet um i hope you've been keeping up with our instagram and facebook posts we are definitely trying to keep you abreast of events as they occur um as as i said it's happening more frequently but if you haven't yet follow us on either facebook or instagram we are ready or not and um if you do so Again, we are kind of keeping you abreast of anything and the information that we get, the different alerts that we get. And, um, you know, just also just trying to open into some dialogue with you. And hopefully you will leave some comments and we'll address it in later um, later um, podcast episodes. So as I stated, I want to kind of answer some of the questions that have come my way from some listeners and um, see it, see, and hopefully that hopefully I can address some of the things that they were, you know, kind of discussing with me. So as you know, from different episodes, you hear us talking about prepping and preppers. There is a prepper movement. It's gaining momentum in many communities. Um, it's gaining less than some others. Uh, as a caveat or side note, we at Ready or Not are trying to lessen that effect um, in terms of those communities that are not having these conversations on preparedness. One of the heavier conversations or questions I've had recently was, um, should Christians be preppers? Um, that was asked to me and they also asked, is it in the Bible? Um, I don't know if it's in the Bible or not necessarily, or not literally. Um, I will have to research that a little more and ask some of my, um, um, friends and, and, um, colleagues who are, you know, a little bit more, um, informed of the Bible than I, but I, I, personally, I think maybe this question comes out of maybe the doomsday Armageddon in the days concepts. Um, but addressing the first question, should Christians prepare? My answer is, but why not? So the discussion centered around, um, the person telling me that the Bible says, um, that we should not be fearful. And I think in that sense that it was taken at least for this particular conversation 
that prepping has to do with maybe fear or being fearful or having a lack of faith. I personally think it's, it's less about, you know, a lack of faith than being fearful. I think it's more about taking the knowledge of what God gave us all and using it to your benefit, to the benefit of your family and your community. There are many people on the planet that are in some way affected by disasters. So it only makes sense to put in place what you can in order to sustain the divine life we are given. And if being prepared is, you know, a part of that, why not prepare? I mean, being prepared for anything gives you a leg up. It's a positive. So why should this being prepared for disasters be any different? You know, I think, you know, it's, it's a Christian thing to do in terms of helping each other, you know, and helping the community um, and holding on to divine life. So, yeah, I, Christians should absolutely be preppers. I think ultimately, ultimately, no matter how profound you want to make it, preparedness in itself, it is about self-reliability. It is about being self-sustaining. It is about doing for self, for the purpose of survival. If you're living off the grid, if you're living off the grid, it may have something to do with, you know, you might do it to because you want to simplify your life or it might have something to do about, you know, your financial survival. But I don't think that necessarily it has to be tied. Preparedness has to be tied to any religious debate. I mean, although it can be, but I think the bigger issue that it's tied to, it is survival. Um, in another discussion, um, or question, I was asked about being a black prepper. Why are there so few? Um, and as I really kind of contemplated it and, um, kind of looked into the topic, I find, I found out that, you know, this whole black prepper, um, question seems to be a running topic. Um, I think. Actually, I think my co-host Rashida and I will in the future address it on maybe like a YouTube episode. We also have a YouTube channel, if I didn't say that. Um, So we'll be posting some um, things from YouTube on our uh, social uh, platforms. So be sure to subscribe. Um, But I think we'll definitely address it on YouTube at some point and just become a part of that conversation. Um, as black preppers and not only that as uh, women preppers because the field is actually dominated by white male preppers excuse me but just in terms of asking the question uh, or answering the question why there's so few uh, black preppers I think I think it has a lot to do with focus in our community what we actually focus on I think you know in most urban environments 
and in our in our community in general, especially for a certain demographic, the focus is more so about having, you know what I mean? About materialism, about living a certain lifestyle. So the focus is really not on ha- not having, you know what I mean? On, on having a, a lack of anything. Like that is just not a part of our discourse. Um, and the focus is not on collectiveness. The focus is not on unifying. And I think we have to have a shift in the par- in our paradigm in terms of what we focus on in, in our community. Um, that's why, you know, the importance of this podcast for us is because we want to enter into the public forum with a different conversation. We are challenging our community to add to a different discourse. We're challenging our community to talk more about community, about unifying on on different levels, be it economic, be it about disasters. Like those are the kind of conversations that need to kind of enter into the airways. Um, I don't look at a lot of television, but... um, at some point I was doing like uh, surfing, you know, the, um, the cable and I'm looking at all these shows and especially shows for our community. And when you look at it, it's about fighting and, you know, it's about materialism. It's about relationships and who's doing and who's with this person. And like those that's that is what's in the atmosphere when you talk about what our community is focusing on, especially a certain demographic. And um, I mean, I don't I don't want to add to that discourse. Um, I think preparedness is a very weighty, a very necessary and heavy issue. And, um, you know, that's what ready or not is about uh, ready or not with aftermath disaster preparedness. And that's what, you know, being a black prepper is about. It's about coming into a field um, of survival and having the same sense of um, importance, importance, I'm sorry, and urgency for our community as many and most communities have for theirs. So that's my uh, response to that question. I hope that was helpful. I think also, you know, not to get too deep into this, but I think our community has a strong sense of attachment or dependency. You know, we, we look to government. We look to corporations for our paychecks. We, we, we look for them to be there, to aid us, to assist us. And so the sense of self-reliance or of helping each other now has to, again, talking about a shift in paradigm, I think this has to be a part of our conversation. It just has to be because the time dictates it. If or when a disaster happens, we are affected where we are. We are our own network in our own communities. So who will speak the language when a disaster occurs? What are we going to do? Wait on some great hope to come save us where we are? 
when you talk about um, where we live, you know, America is pretty segregated, very segregated in terms of churches and very segregated now, even in terms of schools, very segregated in our communities. Where will you be when a disaster, where will you most likely be when a disaster occurs? You're somewhere with people in your community, um, you know, people you, you vibe with or people that you, you know, just kind of are with on a daily basis. Those are the people that you need to get together and somebody in that crowd needs to be informed and have some information as it relates to disaster preparedness. Um, you know, it's only right. I'm going to change ship gears a little and um, let's let's talk about when, when we look at what uh, what's been happening in current events, as I alluded to in the beginning of this episode, disasters of all types are happening with greater and greater frequency. That's a fact. I think um, we can, uh, I think I want to start with natural disasters uh, in terms of current events. Um, so where, where do I, where do I begin? Um, it's tornado season right now. Uh, you've probably heard about tornadoes touching down here and there and severe storms just kind of like, uh, taking place, um, probably near you. Um, we'll soon be entering into hurricane season. So that's where we are in terms of natural disasters. But if you recall, um, if you've been, you know, having your ear to the news, there was a recent cyclone of epic proportions in India. I think it was near uh, Puri, India. Um, it was called Cyclone Fani. And in Cyclone Fani, over a million people were evacuated. Imagine that a million people were evacuated. And they did, as evacuations go, they did a heck of a good job. Um, there were few fatalities, and that's always good to report. And th there were some fatalities, but not on the scale that would be imagined uh, with a cyclone of epic proportions as such that took place. I mean, you know, the beautiful thing about it was they were prepared. Um the citizens were prepared. India was prepared um, in that area and they were able to get people evacuated out. I think that's because they've been through similar disasters and were definitely prepped for it. Um, unfortunately, when I was tuning in to just kind of find out how conditions were um, after the Cyclone Fani, for, uh, for every disaster, unfortunately, there is usually some effect that comes behind it. And so now as we do this episode, I think they are now suffering from a heat wave in that area with some pretty dangerous temperatures. So now they're on another level of preparedness um, that's now in play. And as we look at the United States, in terms of natural disasters, you had, um, I mean, you know, with the United States, there was, um, 
2019, you had, so far in 2019, so we're only like, it's May now, what, five months in, you had a bomb cyclone, uh, that was a big event, um, it was recent flooding in, 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 Midwest, in the Midwest, I'm sorry, in the Midwest of epic proportions, um, we've had severe storms and tornadoes, all in 2019 so far. Um, it is reported that the cost of disasters in 2019 amount to about $2 billion currently. In terms of um, economic disaster, many say there is a financial crisis looming. So let's get into that. You know, the EU is facing significant threats to its economy because they're having trade wars. And, you know, I know many of you have maybe heard about Brexit. Um, and now there's been a breakdown in the Brexit talks. Um, so, you know, Europe, is their economy is very fragile. Um, and they're still like, you know, trying to kind of prop the Brexit talks up. But, um... I don't know. It's, it's, it's looking pretty bad for their economy, for their economy right now. And then speaking of trade wars here in the United States, you have the United States and, Tri and China, you know, ever since uh, President uh, Trump has been in office, there's been like, you know, these, these negotiations, negotiations and trade negotiations with China. So recently, if you've been listening to the news, you know that, um, those talks that that whole trade war is intensifying and as an effect of that the stock market is being affected in a, in a negative manner because people are like now selling off their stocks and um so the stock market is pretty fragile depending on you know what takes place with um the talks between the negotiations between china and the united states you know president trump threatened to raise Chinese tariffs because he felt like or feels like China has been stalling in the trade negotiations. So that's on the table. Um, have you maybe considered what you would do if there was, in the case of an economic disaster? These are some of the things that we definitely um, will be discussing more and more on um, Ready or Not. Um, um, just trying to really remember some of the current events that, that have taken place. I just wanted to kind of recap those just in terms of disaster for you. Uh, so you know what you're looking at. Uh, I'm certain uh, many of you have heard of the Cathedral of Notre Dame in Paris, that whole situation where the fire occurred and, um, partially destroyed most of the cathedral. Uh, Notre Dame Cathedral was about 850 years old, the church, and they expect the repairs to be up to $2.3 billion. Um, so, um, and then let's get into another aspect. As I speak about churches, I want to get into another aspect of disaster, and that's terrorism. Terrorism is definitely an aspect of disaster. Um, so while this was happening or prior to this happening in the United States, 
three black churches in Louis in Louisiana was set on fire by a 21 year old son of um I think he was the son of a of the deputy sheriff in the area. Um, these churches were destroyed, and they had existed for more than a century in that area. So when we talk about disasters, terrorism is real. It's a real disaster when you're talking about active shooters and and what have you, bombings and, you know, those type of episodes. Terrorism is um, definitely an aspect of disaster and you're starting to see that more and more under the current political climate and just under the whole tension that's going on in the world. Um just things to consider. Um, in terms of man-made disasters, let's talk about that. Uh, man-made disasters um, are many. Um, and uh, many many of the things that I've spoken to about so far, many of the disasters can be categorized under either man-made disaster or natural disasters. Um, so you kind of get into, you know, just just when you when you really break it down under under man-made you get technological and biologic and you know some of the things that I've discussed as under those two main categories but just to break it down a little bit more I'm talking about you know the different ones like terrorism and technological and economic etc but um just in terms of um, man-made as it relates to war because war is a man-made disaster. Um, and we're talking about things that are looming. Um, the United States deployed the USS Abraham Lincoln aircraft carrier and bombers near Iran. Um, I have here a statement by um, John Bolton, who is the United States National Security Advisor, recently um, so, uh, selected by uh, President Trump and his statement said just in terms of the um, deploying of the bomber the uh, aircraft carrier and the bombers his statement said the deployments were intended to send a clear and unmistakable message to the Iranian regime regime that any attack on the United States interests or on those of its allies will be met with unrelenting force. And so here we are. The United States has deployed um, an aircraft carrier and bombers near Iran. And the um, nuclear negotiations and agreement that uh, were in place under the administration of um, President Obama are now definitely being threatened to uh, no longer exist. Lastly, I want to speak about, and I think I'm losing my voice, which always happens without my co-host. Lastly, I want to speak about um, technological disasters. Um, I was talking to a friend when I was categorized this, what I'm about to talk about as a technological disaster. And she was like, well, how do you consider that technological? But let me get on to it. Um, In terms of technological disasters, Facebook has entered into the free speech battle by banning those they or others 
or those that others told them um, should be banned by taking down the accounts of individuals they described as quote unquote dangerous. Um, many, uh, Minister Louis Farcom was one of those who was banned and they said that was because he was making, um, anti-Semitic remarks, um, in some of the, um, videos that they said he had recently posted. I mean, the social media was on fire. It was on fire when that took place. Um... Because, you know, who will you term, you know, to, just to coin someone dangerous and really just to tread on, again, free speech. And that is treading on the constitutional right of free speech. It's, that's, that's just, you know, uh, that's, that's heavy. Some people would see that as a disaster um, on a technological scale because now you're infringing infringing on, you know, people's, people's rights and, you know, choosing who people should listen to and choose, you know, just kind of choosing or filtering what people should have in terms of information. I personally think that's a disaster. And I, and I personally think it will be hard for Facebook to put that genie back into the bottle. What's your opinion? Go and, um, leave us a comment on, um, our page so I think um we can conclude I'm coming to the end of this episode and I just leave you with a question are you ready to prepare yet once again this is ready or not with disaster preparedness thank you for joining me for this episode we will see you next week For more discussions on disaster preparedness and prepping, just, you know, I want you to just remember, disaster preparedness is a mindset. If you would, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to Ready or Not with Disaster Preparedness. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook and be sure to join our prepper group we just started recently. Um, where we really bring more insight, more information, and really try to get into some back and forth discourse on such issues um, in the realm of these different aspects of disaster. Thank you. Um, I'm going to bid you good night. And remember, we are not here to scare you. We are here to prepare you. Good night.